Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. My name is Kim. Today is Sunday, the 8th day of May 2022. Welcome to Daytime Kim. It's a wonderful time to be here again. Um, I want to sincerely apologize for my previous episode. Um, I had little technical issues. I... (laughs) Anytime I think about it, I just laugh because I've had people who are into podcasting that just thought this kind of thing happens. <laughs> and then I, it just happened to me. Like when you've recorded, you've done everything. Apparently, my app had issues I didn't even know. And then all of a sudden, when I came to see, I only had the snippet for like the acrophobia. Then I was like, okay, I'll record again. Then it kept persisting. So I needed to look for how to fix the issue I had in terms of recording my podcast and then when I realized that okay the snippet was actually very good I thought I should like do like the whole all the topics for my like the whole stuff and I was like nah let me just let it go let me just go for something brand new talk about something inspirational this time just like um give this positive energy to my listeners and um make them happy <laughs> although I laughed at, at some point when I was like talking about the topic like even the snippet when I talk about uh, acrophobia and my thoughts I even me I kept screaming like no no <laughs> but then that 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 is it that that part of April now is over this is May so going for something brand new so I wanted to um, do something different yeah although i've done it like previous times talked about my personal life or some of my experiences and then my we had a conversation with my friend like last week and then he was uh, uh, saying why not talk about like your your age age or my experiences in my 20s well this is the last year for me my 20s i'm 29 this year i just turned 29 so i'll be 30 by next year and it's a whole new phase for me it's a whole new experience for me i wanted to talk about my experience my 20s and narrate certain lessons i learned and certain regrets i had when i was in my 20s i mean when i was going through my 20s i remember when i turned 18 i was so happy i mean i was like so i was full of so much joy like yeah almost i don't become adults I don't reach that point where I could just carry myself, walk out, come out. Nobody could tell me anything, you know. That was like <laughs> a dream come true when you know your parents know you're an adult and being the first child. My parents were so happy that their first son was actually like at 18, so certain privileges I was going to enjoy, you know. And um, I remember when I was like teenage age. And having to ask your parents that I'm going out, I'm going out to ask my friend, who is this friend, Kinikon, and all those stuff, you know, like it was just the clamor for independence. And the dream was basic, you know. And this was very few months after I had finished secondary school, if I turned 18. And it was like we had, like, I came from a place with my secondary school classmates where, like, we were having basic dreams, you know. But when you finish secondary school, you don't apply to university, you're going to the university, you 
you had plans in the next four years i'll be done with school after four years get your job and then you start living the life you leave your father's house you know then you get the space you can do all the things you want to do you be independent you can go for your flexing come back anytime you want to come back and and just be just leave that life that you wanted but i can tell you my journey wasn't like that my journey wasn't like that at all it was it was bittersweet i would say bittersweet because it was bitter but then i just realized that it was sweet after the time had passed and then you know when this this song that Jenny Jackson says that funny how time flies when you're having fun. It's not just having fun, it's funny how times when fly when you are having to deal with so much and you forget the fun part of your life because of the experiences you got to have. And then that's like me for that's it for me. I having to look back and I'm in regret saying, oh I wish I lived my life like this. I wish I lived my life like that. I wish I didn't live based on this or that. Because like having to like, having to do with like a teenage, as a teenager, this is typical peer pressure. Not peer pressure per se. I mean like it's like basic requirements. You're done with secondary school, go to university and all. And that that was my journey for me. That wasn't like what I experienced. I had to write jam four times. I think jam jam is the um, joint admission matriculation board examination we write to enter the university in Nigeria. Why I'm having to explain this because I have um, listeners who aren't Nigeria, so I'm having to explain this so they know the nitty-gritties of the Nigerian experience. And you know, even having to look back, I mean like from 20 2015 when the Buhari administration came to power, a lot of things changed. So like a lot of things can happen that can just really just change a lot of your plans. So talking about um, external factors and internal factors. Um, for example, now having to write jam four times, I told you, four good years of writing jam, four times. I mean, I wrote in 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013. So, writing all those four times, it was until the fourth time before I got into the university. I, I got admission when I was 21, yes, I think 21, from 17 to 21. And when I got into the university system, for those of you who are Nigerians, I know how frustrating the university system is. You can write jam, get into the system. I remember when I first entered the school and the registration was hell. I mean like it was as if they opened hellfire and poured on, on everybody that was doing registration. Like the queues were insane. I spent a whole week. I mean like the process of even having to start a registration as a university student was starting like to enter, like they do it in the multi-purpose hall where everybody converges. That's the first phase. When you enter the hall, there's a long queue. So you can be on that queue from like morning till evening. And the guarantee that you come back the next day to completely continue your registration was even under frustration entirely. I spent a whole week before I entered the hall. I mean, I even entered the hall. It took me two days of struggling and smuggling myself into the hall to finally do my registration. And that was the beginning. I didn't know the university system in Nigeria was like that. Having to enter the department I finished from, it had a lot of issues. You couldn't, I, my plan was, I was like, I don't want to start mingling with anybody per se, like I could mingle my peers, my class, my classmates and all. But then having to, I, I don't want, want to just come to school, learn, do my research, write my exams and be gone, you know. And that was like it for me for the, 
for the first three years having to just come study i was in the library and then having to graduate and then i had issues before i even graduated from school you know i even graduated when i was like 26 26 finally 21 to 26 imagine having to spend <laughs> i know like for the nigerians uh, nigerian students you understand that 21 to 26 was because of the strikes we had to experience the lecturers always going on strikes and academic staff going on strikes and then having to spend a course for four years to spend in five years and even when you finish the guarantee that you won't finish in with your peers it was even very very slim so when my name came out on the standard approval to go for nyc national youth service uh, corp scheme which was like a mandatory um, thing for us in nigeria which is a mandatory um, course for us in nigeria that we once you're done with your uh, hnd higher national diploma or a degree or those who actually call out to go and do their master but haven't done it at the degree level had to go back to still do the nyc scheme and it 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 wasn't really what i expected honestly i was scared i, I mean like when my name even came out first i had issues with my grades and i was trying to tell my uh, exam officer like sir please can we is there a way i can do a review for this you know about having to my grade wasn't what i expected to see so like can we do a review oh my nigeria is not like that too I, I followed up, followed up, I followed up, like, I mean, like, it was so frustrating, I had to let it go, and then, um, I mean, like, the external factors, the system said, during, generally, I mean, the Nigerian system isn't the same way it's been before, I mean, like, life can be generally frustrating, you, I think the, for me, the positive side was, as I talked about one time during my podcast, was, like, NYC. The exposure, the likes, maybe meeting people, you know, that puts me in the place of having to believe in myself. At a point, having it felt like it was so frustrating that it felt like my life wasn't going to be easy because it felt like I was always working and nothing was working. Imagine having to graduate from secondary school and then even entering the university system, and there was so much frustration. So my 20s, for my 18, 19, 20, 21, like it was full of so much disappointment. I felt like there wasn't any point, like I just kept living. At the point, I remember the days where I was frustrated, I was doing, doing acid strike. I was just like, ah, what's next for me? What do I get to do? And then having to look back, and then I confronted some of my peers from secondary school. Some were already done with school. I mean, when I was in 100 level, the number of my peers were really like done with school. You know, and it took me a while to accept that my journey wasn't the same as other people's journey. It took me a while to accept my feet and then tell myself, oh, this journey isn't mine anymore. Like this, this part of life isn't mine anymore. I need to think differently for myself. I need to think um, um, different. It's, that's, that's the thing I, I think most of us, do, like, when we live our lives based on the requirements, basic requirements of, okay, you have to live like, you have to go through this process and have to do this like this or do it like that, you know. That was it for me. I, 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 I had to come to the point where I told myself that my life was different. I be different because I'm currently living in shop. 
but I had to tell myself that my journey isn't the same way with other people's journey. I had to come to the point where I told myself, well, with all the experiences you've having, you've had to go through, you, your life isn't the same as others. Think different. Utilize whatever opportunity comes your way. Try to be good at what you do. Be good to yourself at all costs. You know, tell yourself that. Um, I mean, this thing is not me. You understand? And that was it for me. I never even came to the point where I had. If I had realized earlier, probably I wouldn't have lived that life of regret or disappointment because I would tell you honestly I was frustrated I, I felt really bad I felt like what was the point like pursuing the degree I mean there were frustrations in school lecturers sometimes you know I, I wasn't even understanding some of the things that were going on in the school system you know so it was I had to but then I had to it dawned on me that my life wasn't even it it wasn't the same as others. That was the first part. Then eventually when I went for service, I met like, you know, like I would say, <laughs> I think a prophet isn't recognized in his hometown. People just saw me busy. I mean, having to spend how many years at home? Then having to, not just at home, my environment, my peers, we all were like almost the same. I, my, my cycle changed, like I had to like leave a circle of people who were thinking in a different way to the way I was thinking. And that was the circle of people that were like, Damn, I write John two times, I write John three times. We were like, you know, you just had people that were lamenting as you were, so you felt comfortable. That was just it for me, you know. I, I, I was at this point where I met people who were just lamenting. Until I went for NYC. I met a lot of Gen Z's that were doing so much for themselves. Millennials too, by the way, I won't say, like my closest friends were millennials though, but then I met a number of Gen Z's that were very, very good, who I would say encouraged me to try to cut cost for myself. Just, it's one thing to realize that your path wasn't, like, isn't the same as others, then what is the way forward? What is the, the path you're meant to like push? Like, if this is me discovering this in, like, 26, 27, not when I was like 17, 18. I think that's where most people are meant to discover this part, but I discovered it late. I was 26 before I knew that, okay, Kim, you need to chat to cut for, cut for yourself. What are, your, what are your interests? There were times where I was like, I'm not, I don't want to just be done with school and just find a job and I'll be happy. You know, that was just it for me. But life is much more than just having to leave a basic requirement, you know. I had to tell my friends when I was seven, Friends, my friends circle that changed over time. These are people that were tell, like were living a different path. So they're like, oh Kim, you need to change. Like you need to like redefine your course, you know? Like you need to change the direction which your projection is meant to go. What are your plans? What are your goals? What are your aspirations? Are you working towards them? How do you even get to start? They feel they, they, this, these things felt so big when I was 26. They felt so large when I was 26 years old. I mean, I, I was telling myself, would I be able to even start anything major anymore? Would I be able to start something that will even build me? Would I be able to, be able to build capacity in me or be able to be to, to create this niche for myself wherever I was? But I, I was able to do it. I mean, that was the first time in 2019 I started my podcast. 
yes it was in 2019 i started my podcast it was 2021 i started my yard sale business well i started working when i was i started as, a, as an intern when i was, when I was, that was 2018 before i went for my service but then when i came back i got retained but then 2020 was like like a downturn like you know when you're like it felt like the law of diminishing return like you start on the, like the bottom of the barrel then a bit of the chart you start going up then it's certain like downstroke you know for those of you who did economics that you need to like the law of diminishing return so 2020 yeah 20 it was you know, I, I had just my job and then there was um my podcasting which is like the year before um i i didn't i i in fact i i just told myself like what was it like having to just i can't be consistent i mean i i left uh, where i was i was in delta state in worry i left them came back i like people that were inspiring inspiring me every day to keep pushing i was back to where what i was like before i went for service people that but then what, what kept me going was the fact that I could keep contact with all these people. We spoke. There was like a half an hour guy. What did they do? What are you doing with your life? How's the podcasting going? I shared the number of friends that didn't even know. I had friends who were even here that didn't even know that I could do stuff like this. Or they felt like I, I got so much encouragement. I, I mean, I came from a place where I felt so useless. Yes, I felt that's that's a very strong word, but that's how I felt. I felt like I was I was I, I didn't I couldn't add value. I couldn't do anything so it took me a while to even see myself having to build this niche having to like really just um work on the fact that we need to be different or you had to be different so as i said like i i, I was still chatting my course then covid came i lost my job in 2020 i was recording podcasts every time I, I even stopped for a while because of frustration. I mean, like, I could not even, it was, I was so broke that I could not even afford 200 naira worth of data <laughs> to even do a recording. It took a while. Some of my friends who even understood what I was going through at that time, that were like, oh, Kim, I, I can imagine being a leader of work, lead out of work, and be, be just, just, they helped me. I had friends, I had, like, that's having to redefine my, even like it came to my friends at, at every point of my life there are friends who understood the journey and then kept being consistent from way school time and there are friends who i got to meet and then they understood they understood what i was going through and helped me one of the things i actually want to give credit to is like the kind of friends i kept i have been keeping actually not kept until now with time, friendship made you realize who people were and, and you know who to keep or who to discard, you know. Who was making you, who is, sorry, who is making you, who is marring you, who isn't meant to be here, who is meant to be like, stay far. You had your like, circle of two, circle of five, circle of ten, circle of seventy, you know. So, but then friends were the ones who kept pushing me to be consistent, to keep pushing, to keep striving, to keep, um, um putting myself out as much as I can. I could and I did that honestly. Friends who came and helped me and pushed me to be at that point. Another thing that kept me going was my faith system. Believing in God, I believe in myself. There are times where I didn't even believe in myself. 
there are times I felt so frustrated. But then my faith system and people I had around me actually helped me. I thought about friends from earlier, how my friends I had to like I had to at with time change friends. I had to be deliberate about it. I had this friend when I was in university, her name is Kemi, very inspirational lady. She told me something that was so profound that I stuck in my head till today. She said, don't let people choose you to be in their circle. Learn to choose people to be in your circle. That was something that made me to be so deliberate. I had to be careful about who was in my circle, who was serving energy around me, if you were serving good energy or bad energy. Even at that, being at that point where you had to carry the same vision, not really the same vision, but you had similar visions, you had the goal. Just like how in the Bible, I've talked about this earlier at one time, how Mary when she was carrying a child who was divine, and then um, Elizabeth who also carried a child who was divine at that time. And at the same, that's that energy that comes with having people who have the same like minds with you. Not necessarily the same things you do, you know, but um, having to have similar goals, similar dreams, even when people are having like the downturn, then things aren't working very well, then friends can like be there for you. So that was like it. So that stuck in my head. I knew that when I was like in 300 level and that was like 2015, 16, I can't even remember. But one of those periods when she like told me, Kim, one of the things you should learn in this life is to choose not people not for people to choose you to be in their circle but you should choose who you want in your circle that helped me a lot and it was able to even when it came to my belief system those i had friends who were sharpening till today i have friends who like build even god in me or even me believing myself there's this song that um let it say wrote called be good to yourself i actually have this uh, i created like this story post on my ig that has like I would like it's in the acronym of be good to yourself. B G T Y S. Be good to yourself. Be good to yourself. Appreciating yourself. There are times where things do not get to work out well. There are times where you make mistakes, but you do not focus on your mistakes. You focus on building yourself to move forward. You focus on having to have people who even will teach you to. Be, to, to just keep striving and work harder, you know, that was it. Even my my my, my parents' system, my father, my father, and my mother were have been very supportive. My, my late mother, in fact, one of the things that reminds me of her was the fact that she believed in me, even when I never believed in myself. You know, I had a lot of people. In fact, I had to tell myself that I'm so thankful I discovered this before I turned 30, so that when even if I reach my 30s, I don't get to live in regret. Because even when things do not work out the way I want them, what do I do? Do I get to sit down like, oh, things didn't work out the way I wanted them to work out? What do I do to help myself, to build myself, to inspire myself, to be better, you know? So it was just the faith system. It helped me a lot. Having faith in God, believing in God, being fervent prayers, um, trusting and believing that God was going to come true. Believing in miracles. Honestly, Danny can never imagine. Miracles aren't supernatural, actually supernatural stuff, but they happen physically. I mean, like, God could use someone or God could use things to even reveal to you his power and his might. And it worked for me, honestly. 
I wish I knew these things like when I was these things when I was like way younger. When I was way younger, when I couldn't even define my own course, and then having to tell myself, okay, this. But then it took me a long time, and I felt I should share this so that someone who is out there who probably isn't having life chatted the way you want it to be chatted, and then what do you get to do? What do you do? Is having to come back to the drawing board and redesign your plan not living the way society says you should live or how the system says you should live but having to know that what is my own dream what is my aspiration what do i get to achieve i mean today i can look back and say um, it's, it's so much i mean with the um way things are going in the country things are hard but i have i have to tell myself i need to push myself to the point where beyond whatever the system is offering me i keep striving i keep pushing myself my faith system my friend system me realizing that i'm not the same i been different i know when i was in secondary school there, i had this slogan on my on my slum books one of the slogans was dare to be different and i got that dare to be different from kisha cole's a different me from her third studio album 2008 and then i was like I kept saying just to be different. I didn't even know my life was going to be different. I didn't even know that I was having to go through it, to struggle through all these things. But having to look back and now, I the time has passed, you know. And why is this very important for me? Because I just realized that they say life is short. You don't even know how long you have to live. But having to utilize whatever moment you have is very important. Today, I have a podcast i have a yachtel business and i work at the same time it's so much but then at this point i'm still thankful and then even what i do i enjoy there are times where i get frustrated there are times where i get so disappointed in myself but i keep telling myself be good to yourself keep striving i keep talking to myself i have friends around me that i keep ch- like we are different people though but for me personally what i do is that i have friends around me i just like keep telling them this is what this is what i'm going through this is what i just said that they keep telling me okay calm down what do you do next you know so based on my, my experience my business i think you should do this i think you should do that and then our friends who just come in friends are different forms different kinds i mean i thought about friends of three friends of 10 friends of 12 friends of 24 like at every at every level of life i've learned to appreciate every circle of friends and friend i've got to come in contact with and in everything do not throw friendship away and there are times i needed to work on myself working on myself in terms of having to change my character, having to change my belief system, having to change my faith system, having to even change my circle of friends, you know? I didn't, I, I, there's this thing that happens on social media these days, someone has like a shit attitude that they're telling you, okay, nigga, you need to fix this shit, the person like, you know, I'm a Pisces, I'm an Aquarius, like, honestly, that, that, that stuff doesn't count, it doesn't, it's not even relevant. To build yourself to be what you want to be, to be into greatness, you need to, there are times where you need to change your attitude like, entirely. The way you treat people, interactions, very important. And it's important that at a young age, you realize what you want to do and work towards it. I wasn't like that. One of the things that affected me from moving forward was that I, I let other people's dreams, other people's course to define my 
what was my own thoughts? What was my own determination, you know? And I felt like this is my thirty, me trying to be in my thirties. So how my thirties be? I've told myself my thirties has to be like one of the best times. Having to invest in myself, having to invest in my dreams, having to invest in my time and resources in building myself. That's important for me, honestly. Thanks to everyone who listens to my podcast. I pray you come with me my next episode. Thanks so much for feedbacks and review. Please send me an email at kimoskiyang at gmail.com. Kimoski, K-I-M-M-O-S-K-E-Y-G-Y-A-N-G at gmail.com. That's my email. You could follow me on Twitter, this king, T-H-I-Z underscore K-I-M send me a message send me a dm and listen to your podcast i think this is nice i think this is not nice feedbacks are very important thanks so much have a wonderful time